0: Concurs. roll
1: out. You're watching or listening to We Got Your Six and Six. major your playtime. We are we the people, the People's Patriot Project.
2: And ideas are want to help continue the mission, you have come to the right place. We are the People's Patriot Project, and we are the shock row when it comes to meeting the needs of our veterans and first responders. We are dealing with a new enemy in today's world where the wounds are not always seen. We want you to be a part of this mission in saving lives and making a difference. Welcome to We Got Your 6x6 Patriot Playtime. Here's the WeP3 team bringing you today's best heroes hits in the boots on the ground organizations that are saving lives. And as always,
0: Patriot Prime. You got it.
2: Good evening, Andrea Eichmann here with the People's Patriot Project. We are bringing you our weekly show. Slash podcast we call it we got your six at six Patriot playtime. It is July 3rd. Welcome to our show. Every week. we bring you a guest. Many times um, we also have a new musician and we'll see if that happens tonight. We do have some new music to share with you. We share all the good, we share all the bad. sometimes not so good, sometimes really good. Um, things happening all over the world. Um, tonight's show will be an evening of fun and amazing discussion. We have got Daniel Sundahl here from Dan Sun Photos, and it's it's his artwork, but it's his story as well that we're super looking forward to hearing. Before we get started, I will ask that you take off your hat and stand if you can, and join us in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United, United States, States of, America of America, and to the, and republic, to the republic
1: for, for which, which it stands. stands. One nation, one nation
2: under god, under god indivisible, indivisible with liberty, with liberty and, and justice, justice for all. all welcome welcome welcome
1: well that's the end of the show it's uh that's all we got for you gosh dang it brother uh we have daniel sundall here with us and uh i we had to show that video <laughs> Um, the, the video was put together perfectly and, uh, you work in the, in still, uh, not necessarily photography, but, uh, pictures that you create that show the world of the EMS world. And, um, there's a, there's some confound. I know why we got you to be on the show this weekend because, you know, here in America, it is, uh, our, you know, uh, Independence Day, and you're from Canada, so you don't have to celebrate with us. So you're free. I'm totally joking. Um, <laughs> well, we had um, our
3: we had our Canada Day on uh, on the first. So let me yeah. be the the first to wish you an early early birthday. I guess day early. Yeah, yeah. From, thank from you. Canada, I'll be the first.
1: Well, and thank you for uh, Independence Day for Canada as well. Yeah, uh, we do have Chuck Ruffin coming. I want to make sure he's safe, and uh, uh, we got our eyes on him and uh, watching him. Uh, he's going to come in and share some stories. Our first Air Force, no let me rephrase that, Space Force. Uh, Captain Ruffin is with us tonight as well. Where do we even start? My goodness. Um, why are we bringing a Canadian onto our <laughs> our very American show? <laughs> um, and I hope, here. I, let me apologize to our podcasters or pod listeners, podcast listeners. Um you got to watch the show. The, the, this is one of those shows uh where we are using the visual art more than professional uh expressioner uh that uh I have never ever ever this is my statement the second actually after I watch this video because I've been a fan for a long time Dan and that's why I'm I'm babbling here because uh I can't like it's There's only one person. I hope this doesn't offend you, but if I was to run into Cal Ripken at some point, I'd be the same babbler as well. So (laughs) that's, that's, and for those who don't know, that's a baseball reference, but, um, your art. I've never ever in my life been able to see or look at a piece of art and experience chaos, compassion, courage, and confidence all in the same portrait. Um, and we'll get to those pieces here because why do you feel that way, Mark? And we'll show those people that are are uh, here watching why. Um, but tell us your inspiration. Where? Did, how did you get to where you're at? And uh,
3: well, uh, I'm I started off as a well. Let's see, where do I begin? I became an EMT back in 1994, and then an advanced care paramedic in 2003, and full time firefighter. So I've been a full-time paramedic firefighter since 2003. And over time, which sometimes happens to some of us, the the accumulated trauma started to affect me in symptoms that I didn't really recognize what were happening. And it kind of messed my life up a little bit. And the artwork is, is the result of my therapy. So the artwork is how I process and purge. I... I describe them as these organic monsters, these memories and experiences that I have, that these organic monsters that invade my consciousness uninvited. So these images will just pop into my brain, especially when I'm about to fall asleep. And when I create the artwork, then I trap them into these one, these two-dimensional pictures, and then they no longer invade my that memory or that concept or whatever, that idea is that I'm trying to portray Is no longer in my head, so I purge it and trap it into this two-dimensional image. Uh, So all the artwork is a result of my treatment. And initially, I wasn't—I didn't share with anybody the first few that I did. I didn't share with anybody. I didn't want. I thought for sure that if other emergency workers saw that, they would be like, "Oh, who's this guy that's showing paramedics and firefighters in these vulnerable states?" of you know torture and and contemplation and the very first one i did had gloved hands on her and on his head which is and there's ghosts and i use angels and demons to represent trauma and recovery so i have a lot of devils in my artwork and people sometimes take that the wrong way but it's their interpretation but uh it's my own artwork it's it's my own therapy it's it's my process and thats I'm just super lucky that my peers, some of them, have looked at it and attached their own experiences to it and have really accepted it, which is super awesome.
1: Well, and we had a bunch of pre-show conversation, which was, um, I mean, one of the things that we're finding out in our world is that when there is something to attach to, oh, my gosh, look, uh, Daniel um, Sundahl he's capturing exactly how I feel. It's okay to feel this way. Now someone has recognized, acknowledged and, and I'm, I'm there and we're finding that. And again, we, there's so many ways we can take this conversation because getting the word out and having the conversation and meeting with people who have the like issue, concern, trauma is therapeutic for us. Um, And I mean you're using a tool that's it's pulling yourself I don't I don't know if I believe you yet and I and I apologize uh, I don't know if I believe you that just because you put it on paper it's gone um I
3: oh I, there's I, still lots in there like there's still oh, that's just one of like I've been doing this for 20 years so I've got a rolodex of the sure material
1: to work with sure um yeah it's 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 amazing it is amazing um I do see that uh, Chuck is in a little safer situation, so we'll we'll be it on. We'll bring him in real quick. I didn't want him to be too confused. Uh, I had Andrea barking at me in the background. Not barking. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> we got to bring Chuck in. He doesn't. He looks confused, and I'm like, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, Captain Ruffin, good to have you here, brother.
4: Hey, how you doing, guys? Uh, good to be here. Sorry, it uh, took me a few moments to kind of figure yeah. out the technology side of driving while also trying to get this connected.
1: <laughs> we would never confess that on our show because you know, I'm sure OSHA would not be acceptance of that. And, you know, yeah, you have paramedics everywhere that probably really <laughs> would that as well.
4: Yeah. I'm I decided, guessing. I decided to pull off to a gas station. I needed to fuel up anyways. And, uh, the service was good. So I, I decided to pull off. So I'm a little safer and. uh, you know, at least enjoy the conversation versus trying to, you know, risk Absolutely. everything
1: to get here. So <laughs> I'm guessing your command wouldn't be real happy about it either. But so No,
4: no, they, they probably wouldn't, especially if they hear about me doing this uh, <laughs> while driving that they'll probably lose their minds or at least scold me a little bit because I know better, but <laughs> it's all good.
1: <laughs> so, Mr. Hudson, That's be me. Sure? Yeah, that is you. Uh, you have <laughs> yeah. some you had got some questions for, uh, um, Mr. Sundall about his work.
5: I, I, I have so many questions actually. I, you know, it, it's amazing to me because what you've done is so bold and courageous because really you are physically putting your mind out there for others to see. Um, what, one of the pieces I just have to ask you about, um, I, I noticed the name strips, and they're very descriptive of, of perhaps the situation. For instance, the one individual is lying on the ground, and the name strip is spent. Uh-huh. And yet in the other photographs or uh, other, other artwork that you've done, I call them photographs because they look like photographs. They're so vivid, and they tell such a story. There are names at the bottom of the firefighter's coats like so many have. Um, is there a differentiation there? Are those actual individuals or is there a meaning behind those other names as well?
3: Yeah. You know, I, I hide a lot of detail work, a lot of detail stuff in my artwork that a lot of people don't know or recognize right away. Mm -hmm. And I do that to portray whatever emotion I'm trying to get out of my head. Um, And some of them, it is, it is very detailed, like the name tags, um, I'll hide small things and, you know, on the wall or certain parts, but the one that you're talking about, uh, no, those are just the guy's names. And that picture, I'm working on my my next, my fourth art book. And um, I need to change that up because I am going to put something a little bit more specific there. But some people, because they know I hide things in the artwork, they'll send me a message I'm like, Dan, I saw your new art piece and I love it. I'm like, I looked in the sky and there's clouds and I'm like, I see that you put an angel in there and I'm like, oh, I love it. And I'm like, yeah. Hey, there's if you see an angel in there, then there's an angel there, right? I didn't, I didn't put an angel in there, but if they, if that's what they see, right? So if someone looks at that picture you're talking about, which is called the pallbearers, and oh, they, that's, it. you know, if they look at those names, and I've been meaning, I'm actually, I'm going to change those names for so it'll be different in the book. I'm either going to take them all out or put something a little bit more meaning, which portrays the idea of as firefighters when we take bodies out of cars or take sick people out of cars. It looks similar to pallbearers carrying a coffin because we're carrying this this backboard out. And that's kind of why I did that picture. Uh, but if someone looks at that, and I feel like, Dan, I feel like it's a disappointing answer for you. I wish I could have come up with, oh, yes, well, if you take the third letter <laughs> no, of each name and do it backwards and <laughs> then it's going to spell out this word, that would have been way cooler. But uh, unfortunately uh, for it, that it, one, there's... It's,
5: it has it's some third- important impact, actually, to me because it... it Your work, especially because I've been in law enforcement, as we discussed prior, that brother and sisterhood, uh, what we do, I get it. And I think that's the impact you're having. It doesn't matter where you're from, what country you're from. I get it. It's this nexus that I don't think anyone can really explain. And you don't even, you can look at what you've done and you are portraying not only what you are, but what others are feeling. And they
3: know they're not alone. And that is so important. Yeah. It's important for me too. When, like you said, I, when I create stuff and sometimes, uh, I'm like, okay, here you go, everybody. This is a weird one. Like this is, I don't know if anyone's going to get this one. Cause I've had, I've had a lot of weird experiences in the back of the angles, And I think a lot of us have, and a lot of us don't talk about the weird stuff that we see. And sometimes that stuff haunts me and I need to get it out of my head. So I create the artwork. I'm like, okay, this one's got like a grim reaper and an angel and, you know, a demon claw clawing at the ambulance. I'm like, I don't know if anyone's going to get this one, but sure enough, when, if I do that stuff, then it's people from all around the world. And I know this is uh, you know, United States focus, but I'm lucky that I get to travel around the world and it doesn't matter. Like emergency workers, we're the same everywhere. I've been to Finland. I've been all around the world. I've been to, um, you know, Australia and through Europe and Central America. And we experience things very similarly. It's not, so, so my, my goal is to portray our profession in a positive way, in a real way. I'd like to be tragically optimistic. So I wanna be authentic on what we experience still be optimistic about it because if we recognize it then we can get the treatment if we need it uh but we're the same i don't have any borders because i've i've traveled in um you know paramedics in australia are the same as paramedics here and i travel extensively through the united states I, I go through there quite a bit um and yeah we're we're very like emergency workers were similar all around the world
5: um, i great. feel like i would be fighting over you today I, i'm sorry i just I am I'm actually a huge fan I, I just uh, it's amazing to me I, I just have one more for you here uh, at what point did you decide or did you decide I have to show people this or did it just happen
3: uh, the very first picture I did uh, was 2014 and it was based on a call that I did uh, where this I say a boy, but he wasn't, he was 23 years old and he was hit by a drunk driver on his motorbike and he died on the back of our ambulance. But as he was dying, he regressed to this little boy and called out for his mother, but was like, mommy, 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 right? And he had, and he ended up dying. So the first picture is this body in the back and the paramedic has gloved hands on his head and the spirit of the patient is in the airway seat looking at the paramedic looking at me with disgust because i failed his mother not him right because that's the thing that really stuck with me is that this poor woman is never going to know how her son died how he regressed to a little boy and thank god she doesn't know and god i hope this well she well i don't know but i don't share that story often but when i did that picture um there's like, no, I'm not going to share this with anybody. The gloved hands on the head, there's a ghost in there. Like there's a dead body there. It was pretty graphic. Lots of like I I drew in the trauma. And um, so I didn't share it for a long time. It's not why I made it. I didn't make it to show other people. But it was, you know, it was cartoony. It was kind of looked cool. So I thought, okay, I'm going to share it just to see. I'm going to share it with my 30 friends on Facebook, all of which I personally knew. Totally expecting that I'm just going to get crucified for it. But that day I went from 30 to 30,000 followers on Facebook in one day. So what I was worried about with the exact opposite happened when hey. I shared it. And this is back in 2014. so we weren't really talking a lot about PTSD and mental stress hey. and but man, that I thought my phone was broken when I shared it. and then that just made right. me feel way better that, that made that gave me validation that That's... you know I'm not alone on how I'm feeling. So yeah, that was a, that changed my life that picture.
1: That's a really short lifespan of, I mean, we're talking eight years. This is, yeah. the, it's, it's, how long does it take for you to get a piece out? Um, a week, a week, about a week long. Yeah. You got a lot of material. I mean, it's, yeah. I, I, I've referenced your stuff often. Um, and, and I've brought out, I've had some conversation with, uh, one of your amazing, um, people, I, and um, there's several times we want to use a piece of yours and out of complete respect you know we want to follow the guidelines and and, uh, and and honor that and that's this is how you feed your family so that's I get that um I appreciate your thoughts now back to the piece you were talking about you were talking about the uh, the young man that passed in the back and, and the mother and, and where your brain goes as a first responder and, and then I, I hear, see your panic get a little bit. To, we're on a live show. We're talking about this. Um, I know some initial feelings of life might be, oh, my gosh, he didn't do everything he could. But I'm going to tell you right now, I think the majority of people that have, you know, the correct cognitive synapses, so to speak, understands stuff happens. Um But that is a piece that a first responder and our our veterans have to to weigh through in their life is who what did I do wrong and how did I affect other people's lives, even though you really don't have a stake in their lives other than you had their lives in your hands. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is a constant for first responders and and veterans alike, and that they constantly are are reevaluating that, rethinking that, re-piecing that.
3: Um, yeah, I did a separate art piece on that called The Grim Medic because we are we are our worst critics. You know, you don't need to give us crap for doing a... We've already gone through our head, but that's not what that picture was about. I knew that I couldn't... I didn't feel like I did anything wrong. This sure. kid was going to die anyways because of the traumatic injuries that he had. But what stuck with my head and the reason I created it was the thought of his mother. Sure. right that That's what stuck. To my head because of the way he died so it really it really had nothing to do with you know what i did for him and like i uh, i'm a good medic i did everything that could have been done for him sure. but they die anyways that happens are you but, still an active medic um officially yes but uh i'm gonna retire so i'm i'm transitioning into my next career so i'm actually going to be going to school in uh october hopefully and i'm going to do um become a a counseling therapist for trauma patient for and i'm going to do that with that's going to be my next phase and i'm going to help my brothers and sisters and
1: that is awesome emergency services
3: with uh some counseling therapy
1: we uh i know that there's probably more than enough people that need you up there, but uh, we, we'd still way in a heartbeat to, to come be part of Oh, yeah, that's, that's
3: my plan is I want to continue traveling. And I do travel quite a bit, and I speak at conferences. I speak, I exhibit my artwork, and I, I, I focus on post-traumatic growth. Uh, you know, mental health is kind of my thing, and I try to promote, uh, you know, another way of looking at it where there's a silver lining, you know, if you do have, if you've been diagnosed with PTSD or you are feeling the effects of trauma from the experiences that you have that, you know, potentially you could use that, rewire your brain through recovery or whatever that looks like for you and actually end up better than you were before your trauma. And that's a wonderful message and it's nothing absolutely new, right? So that's really what I promote through uh, through when I travel and I get asked to exhibit the artwork and, and I speak at conferences and, um, and I do that quite a bit, mostly in the States actually. So I, I do that quite a bit and then, uh, I plan on developing workshops or, uh, things where we can, you know, help people deal with the traumas that they are experiencing. Awesome.
1: Captain Ruffin. what do you got a call name? I, I and I'm asking that for a reason. What's what's your call sign, brother? Oh, we got some signal. Oh, oh ain't tight, ain't tight. Gotcha. Oh, we're back. We're back. Oh, All right. Oh, we're
4: One back. More time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as of right now, no, I do not. Um, I'm heading to weapons school here at uh, Nellis Air Force Base, which is kinda why I'm traveling right now. I've got a few more hours before I get there. Uh, during weapons school is typically the location where we get our call signs. Um we will have like a call sign night and, uh, you pretty much attack for your call sign kind of thing. And, if, um, I don't know what it's going to be. I have no idea.
1: If you meet Maverick tonight, will you get his autograph <laughs> for me? please? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, if you haven't had the chance to go watch uh Maverick yet, it, it is probably one of the best pieces put together in a long time. And I, am pretty yeah. anal about my movies, but they did a really good job. Of it. And, uh, might have yeah. suffered a little smoke inhalation during the the movie a little bit. Uh, just some nostalgia pieces in there and
5: Maverick. So. Maver- Ma- Maverick's got nothing on everybody's favorite space
4: force captain. I will that's tell you true. That right now, <laughs> <laughs> I don't go inverted or anything. But
3: uh, uh, I And Cap, I'm wondering what what's weapons training like for the space force. Like is it any is it any different?
4: See, I, th- I think the name is uh, typically misleading in general for the space force because um, weapons school essentially teaches any military member to become like the best. Um, I guess you can say weapons tactician of their systems. Um, so you know, typically your aviators are going through their weapons school to learn their their platform, right, and then how to uh, essentially employ that weapon system in in wartime and and so when it comes to space um you know there are systems that we utilize that enable the warfighter Mm -hmm. and essentially what we do is is um we develop ways for weapons and tactics on how to best employ those systems to enable the warfighter or to provide um you know senior leadership that uh, level of warning that they need in order to make uh, tactical or even strategic decisions during wartime.
3: Yeah, I love that. Uh, I, I'm so, I was, I'm really excited that you're on the show with me because I think, yeah. I think that I think that that whole stuff in space is just the coolest thing. I think that's really, I'm really interested in that. I think that's yeah. really, uh,
4: really amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, if you think about it, like every military service uh, that we currently have leverages space in some way, And, uh, I give the examples of, of GPS navigation. Um, not only does it enable the warfighter to basically fight anywhere in the world, uh, but it also comes down to weapons employment. Um, some of our weapon systems are enabled by GPS. Uh, they're aided by the navigation capabilities. Uh, but it's also down to the the precision and, and the timing as well. Um, those, those three components that make up GPS, precision, navigation, and timing are essential to um, making sure that the, the warfighter is employing a weapon system at a precise target location. And uh, space enables that warfighter to do that um, with with accuracy. Yeah, that's um, incredible.
1: And, that, you, and that's uh, just one, one example, right? You Space Force guys talk way different than us artillery men. I don't know what that <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. um unfortunately i'm old enough to uh back when we we didn't have a gps and uh mm-hmm. and our landlines and for those who don't know what a landline is uh when we would roll in with our one or eights we actually had to run a piece of cable to anywhere we needed to to get communication so we knew what our job was and so that uh uh, my son is a 13 Foxtrot now, and the things he tells me that they're going through is mind blowing um, with uh, the, the skill set that they need to have to do their job. And so, um, I'm again, again, I'm with uh, Mr. Sundall, and the fact that I'm excited to have our first Space Force guy on here. And yeah. I, I have an inner, inner dislike for you guys. I'm just going to say that right now.
4: Hey, I think that goes with uh, any service. Like It's a love-hate relationship, so I get it. <laughs>
1: well, you guys messed up my branding a little bit, because we do a 13 stars for all the people we represent, and then all of a sudden Space Force comes in. I don't want to use a 14 star, so I'll, I will figure that out. I,
4: I kind of see that across That's the nice. nation, too. Like <laughs> Monuments are established with all the current branches of service, and they're like in a perfect format, and then now here comes the sixth branch, and it's like, where's that flagpole go now? They don't they don't know where to put it because everything else is evenly spaced. So I'm like, oh man, this is going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars all across the U.S. just to add <laughs> one flagpole to their monument. I so can't this imagine. This a so funny quirky thing.
1: You've probably heard it all, and again, we're not here to jib and jabby the entire time, but because one of our guests brought it up, uh, you. You have any knowledge on like the next level of lightsabers that are coming out? Is that
4: uh... that's pretty great? Um, I don't, unfortunately, not. But somebody keeps asking me in my TikToks whenever I'm going to go to space and do like lightsaber wars. Um, oh, that's, so it's that's, that's I'm classified. classified.
5: That is classified yeah. information. You can't. <laughs> right.
4: Yeah. Everybody keeps asking me if I'm going to be a space shuttle door gunner since I'm going to weapons school. Oh, and buddy. I might also, yeah.
5: I may or I may, not, may, or may not have you. that T-shirt, but I, <laughs> I, I will tell you I'm what. I'm sorry.
1: You know. I'm sorry for the ribbing, but uh, you guys are the young guys on the block. You're just going yeah, to have <laughs> to. No. I
5: tell you what. It's obviously, right. you can tell Captain Ruffin is – one of the more intelligent people you ever run into. This guy's terrific and multi-talented. Multi-talented that. that you wouldn't even know. The well, whole family's talented.
1: Yeah. And that's why we actually brought him on. We didn't bring him on because of Space Force. We brought him on because he's got a niche in the world of the, the music world. Tell us about just, that. Just
4: a little bit. Um, yeah. So, my My wife is a singer, and her name is Alyssa Ruffin. And uh, she, she releases music uh, quite a bit. She just released her newest single, Party Down on Dirt Road. And um, as a supporting husband, um, I obviously want to encourage her success uh, just as much as she does for me in my military career. So um, a few years ago, I took it upon myself to attend uh, the Los Angeles Film School online in order to acquire an associate's degree in music production. Um and, and that was simply because uh, she, she's consistently doing music and I wanted to learn the tools and you know probably work to enable her music career by having that knowledge and background. Um, but I've also done you know uh, I've done the sound for her band. I used to do the booking for her band back in 2012 when she first started out on the East Coast. Um, I've done sound engineering for a few years. And uh, I used to do a lot of the production side too for her, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I look for ways where I can participate, you know, and support her career. So during my time at Los Angeles film school, I did write and record two songs. Um, they aren't the world's greatest songs. I have a demo singer on them. I, I didn't sing cause I, I don't have that talent, not like she does. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're out there. Um, and uh, we're, we're looking to build on that and hopefully start our own record company, if you will, or production company, uh, in the future. Yeah.
1: So on top of overachieving in life, you went to find out something else <laughs> that you could overachieve in. that's, that's yeah. great.
4: Yeah. I've got, uh, I've got a master's in cybersecurity. I have two bachelor's degrees in intelligence. I have an associates in communications applications technology, which if you really narrow it down, it's public speaking. And then my associates in, uh, Music production.
1: Outstanding. He
5: needs a bigger wall.
1: That's a lot of letters behind your name, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we actually have uh, this whiskey ain't bad uh, lined up. Would you be all right if we uh, rolled that out there?
4: Yeah, as long as people know that it's not me singing. I just did the writing of the music and the lyrics, and I just did the production piece to it. So, yeah, for sure. Go ahead.
1: So uh, this is Captain... Chakram, do you want to give a uh, reference to your, the,
4: um, the vocalist? Yeah, sure. Um, so during my production timeline for a school, um, I had to write and uh, record a song. And what this gentleman did, his name is James Hover. He's a guitar player from Colorado Springs. I believe he's now down in Arizona. Um, I asked him to help me uh, kind of create the the music part. Because he's a guitar player, so I had him do the guitar parts. Uh, And then I asked him if he'd be willing to sing the lyrics. So he said, Yeah, sure, why not? So we recorded it and I produced it and released it as part of my project. So, yeah, this is uh, This Whiskey Ain't Bad.
1: What was his name again?
4: James Hover.
1: Well, this is James Hover and Truck Ruffin with. Oh, I got to look it up one more time. This Whiskey Ain't Bad. (laughs) I know. That's a good start, brother. That's a good start.
4: Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, it was a rough edit, but um, you know, it was a it was a good song. I mean, like the the background of the song is um, kind of partial to like you know getting deployed and coming home, and then you know you found kind of like the love of your life, and you're trying to trying to cope and you know appreciate them being in your life. Um, but you know, there's there's things just constantly reminding you of of being overseas and uh, that's why some of those lyrics in there talking about, you know, uh, she was an angel, you know, sent just in time kind of thing. It was, uh, it was a a play on like me coming home from Afghanistan and and meeting Melissa again. And, uh, you know, her kind of being there to kind of rescue me, right? Uh, from from my own thoughts, kind of thing. And of course, my favorite uh, drink of choice is whiskey. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> playing on that piece uh, there's really there's me kind of it out. There's things
1: you can I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have what? What's your favorite?
4: Do I have a favorite whiskey? Yeah. Um, I'm a standard like Jack Daniels guy.
1: Oh, you um, are. Okay.
4: Yeah, I'm a I'm a standard Jack Daniels, but I'll I'll drink anything that. It uh, tastes
1: good. <laughs> if I'm going to recommend one to you, Michter's, M I C H T E R S, sour yeah. mash. You will never. Sour eat. Yeah, it's that's my opinion, but yeah, I'll take a look. I'll check it out. Unless you like those Irish, those Irish kind, and you know, a good proper 12, never heard anything.
4: Yeah, a good JMO mm-hmm.
1: here and there.
2: Timo's good. Careful, Andrea's a
5: little Irish. Oh, boy.
2: (laughs) I will say,
4: I will
5: say, I I love this because here you have Mr. Sundall expressing what's going on inside through his art. And here you have Captain Ruffin expressing what's going on inside through music and words. Mm. And finding something like that is so important. And sharing it and having people relate to it. This is what I think is so important.
4: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah, I think yeah, using so. that part of your brain where that creative part, uh, I think, is for me, anyways, is a good balance to the other things I see in my job. And then u- utilizing or focusing that creative part. I play guitar too, but I'm not very good. But it's still a part of I. It's it's part of my therapy too. But I don't get invited to like to oh because of my because I'm not because I'm not very good. I'm, I'm not very we'll good. fix but, that problem. But I create it for myself, right? Because it's not right. but it's still using yeah. that that creative part of my brain. And I think a lot of people, and that's something I encourage other emergency workers to do, uh, is to find something you don't have to be so good that you're invited on to podcasts and stuff. Uh,
4: yeah, I've I've, I've learned over time. Interact. I'm I'm better at the technical side of things. So like mm-hmm. you put a computer in front of me and I can get it all work up. But I'm very passionate about you know, the mental health and, um, you know, fighting against the stigma of, you know, you know, people coming home from war, it's it's a really serious thing to do, you know, it's it's not an easy transition. And, um, you know, you don't have to be afraid of them. And you also don't have to treat them like a kid either, you just got to talk to them and be real and connect on an emotional level. And, um, you know, some do and some don't, like, open up, you know, uh, mm-hmm. It just takes a certain aspect of learning the art, you know, on how to understand that dynamic and, yeah. you know, with, through expression and art and music, um, what better way to do that, right? And to really connect to a yeah. larger audience, you know?
3: And I think music production is very artistic. It may not be singing or, or playing a musical instrument, but to put it all together, I think, is just as artistic. Or And yeah. then, of course, to write, like, that's poetry. That's... Yeah as super artistic. So yeah, I think it's still using that same part of your, your brain, but sure.
1: Yeah. This is one of my favorite moments of our show is when our guests actually find a connection with each other. And it's amazing how often it happens. And I, 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 don't want to interrupt the conversation, but, uh, we do have to get a couple other pieces out of the way. And I hopefully keep your thoughts and, and, creativity working and we'll uh, keep on because here's, here's another. So one of our pieces in, in the recalibration that we offer veterans and first responders is creating events and events are where we get to get to at the same spot and get paws on each other, eyes on each other, literally our hearts on each other to build a relationship. And that is, that doesn't become more sexier than when you get to have great food Great drink, great music. And I'm trying to figure out how we get to have uh, Sun- Mr. Sundall's stuff on our radio station because it doesn't work. But uh, I mean, there's ways that we can get the visual stuff out there everywhere. Uh, one of our listeners says they drink beer. I'm concerned that might be Michael Ledford out of uh, Puerto Rico with PSP. Yeah. drink beer, um, yeah, I drink brother, beer too. <laughs> Amen. Miss Eichmann. Yes. Sir. What's in the news?
2: Oh, we have got news today. Can I just start with a uh, because our first responder world, um, our country does not have a lot of designated days to celebrate our first responders. So I celebrate them every Sunday right here, right now. And Stephen John likes to drink beer. Clarification. No, go ahead. He's got Where a song go.
1: called "I Drink Beer," and that makes a lot of sense.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, I'm so, so I have to say it. Stephen John, keep your shirt on, brother. That's No,
2: no, he doesn't have to if he doesn't want to. I'm just going to say.
1: Do <laughs> oh, what you're Stephen John. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew has been useless to us for the last three days because oh of the picture.
2: Oh, my gosh. Awesome. I haven't even been in the real world. Okay. Um, I catch up Flana, today. if you got it. I got it all caught <laughs> up. So, um, okay, back to first responders. And so I actually just looked today for um, – Things to share, but I didn't. I didn't like what I saw when I looked because it is, it's kind of a mess out there. Um, one person that came up, we have a buddy Zechariah who runs a mile uh, for each lost in action first responder, and that kid can't catch up right now. He, um, he's been so busy running, traveling, and running his miles that he can't keep up. Um, there's too many, uh, and not all of them are necessarily um, to the detriment, um, of the other guys. So let's just keep that in our mind, especially this weekend as we finish out our, our celebration over the fourth, this, this summer, um, this weekend, because they are, they're on call every minute. Um, every minute, every place. I know that starting yesterday morning, when people started their firecrackers and whatever else they got going on, we have heard sirens around here all day. So let's just keep in the, them in our thoughts and prayers um, for this entire rest of the week, probably until everybody's done with this, this celebrating that they're doing right now. Um, on top of that, July is social well Social Wellness Month. And I don't know if I need to say much more. Social wellness is critical to our well-being and our relationships. Um, and keeping good care of our, so- of our uh, wellness can offer critical support during challenging times. Um, take advantage of these summer months to foster genuine connections with everybody around you, especially uh, family and friends. Um, July 1st, a couple days ago, um, but I didn't want to leave out the Air Force Medical Service birthday um, thank you for 73 years of selfless service, sacrifice, and dedication to providing. This is a quote for them, trusted care anywhere. Um, thank you, Air Force Medical Service. And then, of course, you guys know tomorrow's 4th of July, 2022. Here we go. Um, a quote from A. Philip Randolph, freedom is never given, it is won." And I think that's pretty appropriate. Um, to all our service members, veterans, their families who made incredible sacrifices for the freedom we're celebrating today, and I'm going to include our first responders, um, hey, happy 4th of July, Independence Day, uh, birthday, and then um, there is just one little throw out. Remember your fireworks safety. Let's not treat them like, well, I don't know, like we're immune to anything that can happen. Um just be careful, enjoy them. Nobody would say don't enjoy them, but please be careful. And with that, I'll tell you happy 4th of July.
1: Happy 4th of July. Let's increase our listenership just a little bit. And, uh, you know, just say hi to Stephen John, real quick. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh,
5: oh, my God. Here we <laughs> go,
1: brother. You asked for it. There you go. And uh, boom. Wow. There, there's our Marine brother. Uh, love having them. Uh, gosh. I'll tell you one thing: the Space
4: Force doesn't have bodies like that. So. <laughs> I, I,
1: you know what? If I watch the movie Maverick, I could argue with you, but that's uh, no, that's a tease too. You're
5: infatuated um, with Maverick. We'll
1: it was know. a great show. I'm telling you right now, it was it was awesome. What, what about uh-huh. Goose,
5: man? Goose made the first. I mean, right. so I
1: don't want to give any way anything away to the movie they do and you you would think the guy was a real person to be honest with you with the way they did the show and uh they do a great homage to him and so no it's wait wait they, wait
2: he's not a real person
1: no he's not and no, well, and Val Volley, Kilmer
2: Volleyball Val Kilmer's
1: Volleyball? in there too which again that's a hard if you guys don't know i mean Val Kilmer's not uh, uh, the Doc Holiday anymore, and he's not <laughs> like, in the best. Shape. Literally,
5: they put Val Kilmer in this movie. He's in the movie, like mm-hmm. he's in the, the movie Val Kilmer,
1: with with a part. <laughs> yes, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. They do amazing. bold. <laughs> they had to
4: do a voiceover for him. I heard too because <laughs> of his uh, throat Jeez. cancer. Right. Oh, uh, really? There's a whole
5: documentary about him out there, and it's a it's a very yeah. sad story. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He didn't even want to do space or not space. For, he didn't even want to do the original Top Gun. Uh, Val Kilmer, and so <laughs> it is. Um, so exciting news. Um, Alyssa Ruffin is going to be on our show on uh July seventeenth. And, um, we're excited about that. Um, I mean, that's,
4: that's awesome.
1: <laughs> our network is so cool because here's the deal. We we just recently met, uh, Sugar Rose in the last couple of months and oddly enough, Sugar Rose brings us Dan Hudson who is in Minnesota, which is weird that I, we haven't ran into him yet. And then all of a sudden Alyssa Ruffin who I haven't met yet. and have had some talk, um, Is um in the picture and wants to be on the show, and we had a cancellation this weekend. And I reached out to Alyssa said, What are the chances? And she's I'm busy, but I got this this guy that can kind of feel in, he's all right. And I know him a (laughs) little (laughs) bit. And then we got Chuck popping which is amazing. And yeah, I love our network, I love the people that are in here, I love. Jess Sams, um, good. I'm glad your kid is good. Uh, all things are rolling in the right direction. Um, we're excited for you and your family. And uh, Jess Sams, part of the wp 3 team, and um, we've been worrying and having his family in our prayers recently. Not major stuff, but stuff that's got to get through anyway. Um, all right. Two minutes, but we're going to go over like we normally do, which is Okay. <laughs> So you can go watch uh, Scuttlebutt after you're done watching us if you want to. And uh, sorry, Andrew Fair. We love you, too. Brother.
2: It's okay. Um, he was here for a little bit. He's all good.
1: Chuck, Captain Ruffin. What's next for you, brother?
4: Um, well, I think I briefly mentioned it. I'm currently traveling to Nellis Air Force Base. I will be here for the next uh, five and a half or so months. Um, and And during that time, I'll be, you know, in probably one of the hardest schools that I've ever participated in, in my entire career. And uh, that's that's basically what's on my agenda right now. What happens after that? Well, it's just, uh, it's open. The future is open. Alyssa's got a lot of good things going. Um, you know, she's going to be traveling the country, doing her tour stuff this uh, fall, and I'll be out here training and moving around all over the place. And uh, the Space Force is rapidly growing, and it's awesome to be a part of the space force and its growth and the foundation of a brand new service since 1947. It's remarkable to say out loud, uh, to be, a, an officer, you know, being a part of literally history in the making. Um, so it's, it's fascinating to me to watch it all come together.
1: That's awesome. Um, this, this is completely off subject. Um, I have a kid because I'm, I'm a teacher and people who don't know that me and Andrea are both school teachers. I have a kid who is like a brilliant savant who doesn't think he can afford to get to the pieces he needs to be. But I even wrote a letter to Elon Musk oddly enough and uh, asked if we could get this kid, what he needed to do to get to the next level. He's brilliant. What, what word of advice would you give me to get him heading in that direction? Um, In the career
4: field for the Space Force, well, in the the generalized career, like, we we really focus on our STEM people. And um, it's kind of almost unfortunate, really, because we've kind of focused ourselves mostly on science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. But if you have a general understanding of, you know, all of those concepts, and and you can really apply yourself in that arena, or you at least are fascinated by it, you know, that's, that's actually really helpful um, to have some type of passion that way because space is very technical in a lot of ways, uh, but it's not always technical. Um, there's a lot of different aspects to it. And, um, you know, just be passionate about something that you really want for yourself in your learning. Um, and then uh, if it's something new and undiscovered, by all means, try to test those boundaries. Um, because we need more people like that. And that's that's the reason why we have the Elon Musks um, out Someone's there. Someone's
3: the front door doorbell.
4: Uh-oh. No, sorry, that was me.
3: That's okay. okay. I'll, just, I'll just ignore it. It's probably Amazon dropping something off. Yeah.
4: So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's why we have the Elon Musks out there is because you're testing the boundaries of people t- constantly telling you no. Um, Absolutely. And so that's the best advice I can give you is, is he- do that for yourself.
1: He's heading towards diesel mechanic, and I think he's way, way, way cutting himself short. But we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll keep the conversation going. Um, Mr. Uh, Sundall, what's, what's next for you, brother?
3: Uh, well, I'm going to be returning to Michigan in September. So I'm going to be touring that state again and visiting my fellow emergency workers there and taking some photos and creating some artwork for them. Then I'm going to be in Florida for EMS World in October. And that's always a super fun conference. It's the biggest EMS conference in uh, North America, I believe. There'll be five or 6,000 people there, I hope. What are the and dates then, for that? Uh, oh, oh, you put me on the spot. October, some, 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 yeah, I, I can't okay, remember. It's in my calendar. But um, yeah, it's going to be in Orlando. And that's always a, that's always a fun time uh, there. And then <clears> from <throat> there, I go right to uh, Mississippi for a conference there. I love going down there. Uh, people there are amazing. And then, yeah, then on uh, hopefully October, I'll be starting my my two year program for uh,
1: counseling therapy to become I a counseling it. therapist. Yeah, I'm excited for that piece, and that's if by chance I'm going to plant some seeds here right now. If by chance you're in the area and space of uh, Nashville on October mm-hmm. 20th through the 25th, um, we would uh, we'd like to entertain you. Um, Having the thought of letting us wine and dine in that space. Oh, we I love might,
3: Nashville. I've been there a few times. It's a it's a good time.
1: We might have it. some artists that are playing at the Grand Ole Opry that weekend, yeah. and uh, <laughs> some other people hanging around with us. Uh,
3: yeah. Uh, What's uh, what are the dates? October twenty.
1: October twentieth through the twenty fifth.
3: Okay. Yeah, well, kind of be in that in that area, yeah. anyways. So yeah, if, if the timing works out, I can. Mosey me, on over, and I think I love that. I love Nashville, Nashville's one of my favorite cities. I love it there; it's a great time there. I saw the best blues band I've seen in my life there. And I went to a, when I go, I travel and I visit other emergency workers, and and I talked to a firefighter there, and uh I says, "Hey man, we're gonna go listen to great music here in Nashville." And he gave me this name of this place. He goes, "You have to go down this back alley. It was like a speakeasy place or something." And you got to go, and I thought, uh, I'm going down this back alley, and my buddies are with me, and mm-hmm. we go in the store, and it's this tiny place, and man, I that was the best music I've ever heard in my life there. I it was it. amazing. It was so good, and uh yeah, I love it there.
1: It's a good time. So I don't know if you're aware of this, Mr. sundall but we have a radio station called P 3 Radio that plays only veteran and first-responded musicians. At oh, all. I am aware That's of that, yeah. And so, uh, you know, maybe you got some people in your wheelhouse that maybe you could say, Hey, check this out. We'll give them a chance and have them on the show. This is post-show conversation here, but that's, well, we're, we're there. (laughs) We're ready to go. Um, And I got a closer tonight. That's going to take a little longer than normal and that's okay. Um, Right now is our time. Make sure you're doing your buddy checks and we don't do them just one. We do them in the six pack because, no one just can have one, so make sure you're reaching out to your brothers and sisters, and if you think they're strong, give them that pat on the back because maybe they're having a moment. Maybe they're they're struggling with something at that second, and that pat on the back is just one of those pieces that they need to have. Remember, we're an opportunity. We're an opportunity to serve uh, those who haven't had the chance to serve. Um, for whatever reasons, here's another opportunity. Uh, for those who have served and are looking for a place to put their skill set, their thoughts, their brains, their ideas, uh, we have a, a plethora of opportunities here with the People's Patriot Project to make sure we're reaching out to those who've already served. And we are the beacon of hope. We would lighten the load of those that might need a little extra help. Um, we're not broken, and we're not here to fix you. We're here to recalibrate some of that stuff that got stuck in there, and we we do that through... Being boots on the ground, building relationships, and being here for you. Um, Anyone got anything in closing you guys want to get off your chest or have a conversation about?
3: No, I just want to thank you for having me on your show. And I want to wish you an early, uh, early, happy Independence Day from Canada. Day early. Hope you guys have a good time and be safe down there.
4: Yeah, same. I hope everybody has a great, um, safe, fourth of july weekend um you know i'm still traveling so i'll I'll be there in a couple hours but um, thanks for having me on the show i know it was uh, a little bit tedious to get me here but i'm glad i made it and Mm -hmm. this is a great conversation so uh, please check me out on my social media if you want Uh, keep in touch i would love to reconnect you know in a couple of months or so and let you guys know how my progress is and um, have a cool conversation just like this once again
1: Thank you, Captain Ruffin. Dan, you got yeah. anything, brother?
5: We're just a shock and awe, guys.
1: Just a shock and awe. Oh, give me that second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Andrea, anything?
2: No, I just want to thank you all for being here. and uh, And stay safe. Stay safe this weekend.
1: God bless this country. God bless the growth that we have had. God bless the growth that we will continue to have. This has been an amazing ride. It hasn't been a long ride. We'll get through this together. We could do the old Doug Lane show us your we. <laughs> Patriot Pride.
0: Do it.